Episode number 83, I am your co-host, Pisky. I am joined, as always, by the one and only Godfather and the man of the hour. We got T-Bone Vegas, as you know him, on Twitter. He's joining us from one of his penthouse suites in Colorado. T-Bone, thanks for doing this, my man. Welcome wait a aboard. second, wait a second. Who, oh. Who's T-Bone? Who's you, you, you must mean just in case. <laughs> you're smart man <laughs> i did my homework i i'm the i'm the dummy what, 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 is, what is what is that go ahead t-bone just in case homework man for sure but uh yeah what's up my gambling amigos man i'm chilling in uh, maristar suite here like they're uh very friendly here they're probably the uh most friendliest casino in uh blackhawk and also uh uh, I, I find their machines are the loosest too. I've probably won the most here, so it's nice that because there's some casinos like they they don't treat you very, very well around here and stuff. And uh, some places will actually throw you out. I haven't been thrown out anywhere, but uh, my buddy the other day was thrown out. I guess. Really? Yeah. yeah did I you uh, was, was Did you sign day. in? Did you sign in as just in case? No. <laughs> At the hotel. Uh, <laughs> Just in case, you know, come on. Somebody was asking about Georgie, and I, I don't know. <laughs> cool, cool, no problem. Just Wait, thought well, I'd uh, well, bring sometimes it up. I it's better just to refer to my friend, or <laughs> <laughs> we start using names here and stuff, you know. Yeah, <laughs> oh, <laughs> wait a second, trouble, man. I, I think I think I got it now. The just in case is that the guy from Canada? That followed them around Montana. Yeah, I dares. Yeah, I, 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 once again. <laughs> oh, you see, I miss. I, I miss. If I saw his picture, I might know him. But you know, huh? like we're just, like, I smoke a lot of weed. I drink a lot of seltzers. Happy to. <laughs> well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna join you here, T-Bone. T-Bone and I got a little. Uh, little wacky on these at bet bash in vegas in august so i thought it, it you know for for the podcast we we have to go back down memory lane and uh get some of these inside us so what do you think yeah cool. the hot cool. is definitely a quality product I, I, I like the happy dad too they're just launching these in uh canada Okay. But Good stuff. Uh, yeah i'm a, i i used to always be like a vodka soda guy and so like now they have these seltzers and like they can control it, you know. I hate it when I was like getting a drink in like the afternoon, and some bartender pours you like a three shot, you know, vodka soda, and just kind of ruins your day, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I hear I'm you, not, man. Like I've always been like a sports gambler too. Like you know, even though sometimes I'm not gambling that much, but I'm always like following the games, you know. So like, really, I don't really like to start like drinking till like the last games are over. And so, which is good, you know, out here is like 10, 11 o'clock, you know? It's way better. When I was yeah. in Vegas last season, T-Bone, like, I, I, everything was wrapped up by 10 o'clock at night, right? You can go for dinner at that point if you wanted to. But here on the East Coast, oh, my God, if you're catching the late Lakers game, is that Godfather, what time do you go to bed at night? Uh, 2 a.m. earliest. 
<laughs> there you go. <laughs> and that's because of the West Coast games. We the East Coast stinks for uh, for what we do. Yeah. All I right, like Mount, go Mountain ahead, go time ahead. zone, I think is the best. Yeah, because yeah, you get a bit of both, right? Because you're two hours behind us. Right now it's 525 Eastern. What, what time is it there, Tebow? 325. So there you go. Still, yeah, still two hours. Don't ask our guests to do math. What's the matter with you? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So T-Bone, we I, I follow you on Twitter. I think I might be your biggest Twitter fan, honestly, because you are constantly posting images of where you're at, uh, slot machines that you're playing. You are a sl professional slot machine player. Can you just explain to everyone, like, how that even comes about, how you got involved with it, and that it even exists. Because I tell my mom, who's a big watcher of this podcast, so we got to watch our language. But I tell my mom, I tell my grandmother, I'm like, one of my buddies in Colorado is a slot pro, and they, they don't believe me. They're like, no chance. There's no chance this happens. So explain to us, yeah. what, what is this all about? Yeah, it's pretty crazy, to be honest with you. Like, even in the beginning, when people told me that it could be done, I didn't really believe it, too. And then it was like the, a friend of mine was like, yeah, I want to teach you this stuff. And uh, I was kind of at the same point, just like, well, hey, I'm one of those guys that's kind of like, hey, I don't want to get in the middle of your stuff. You know, whatever you got going on there is your deal. I don't want to like, you know, come wreck something. You might have something building up or whatever. But at the end of the day, you know, after I started learning it, like there's other people looking for this stuff and like, if he literally isn't here in, in around that machine in, in an hour or even like 15 minutes, 30 minutes, one of these other guys is going to pick it up. So like him really teaching me, it really never hurt him or it really only helped him because in the beginning, my bankroll wasn't that strong. So if I had some machine play at an advantage and I had like a $50, you know, a spin play, like I couldn't play it, but you know, I could like, hey, look what I found, you know. And which is funny because there's people walking around here right now, they don't even have any money on them. And they're looking to find that stuff and they have people they'll call and, you know, try oh, to yeah. put the money together and stuff. Yeah, it's not crazy. Like, I never, like, in the beginning, I, I never believed in it. And then, like, once you start seeing it, you're like, watch these guys. That guy's going to go look at that machine. And because there's only like 10, 15 machines in a casino, you know, that you can actually check. It's not like every game. You can check, you know, there's only okay. so many games. So basically, if that's how you can tell who's checking machines is he's going to go from this machine and then the next machine over there is the next machine that has an advantage. He's going to look at that and then go over there. And, you know, it's an easy way to figure out, you know, what, what someone's doing, you know, because if they're yeah. only looking hmm. at those machines. And basically what, what happens with these games is they have features in them where um, they're banking free games. Like maybe it starts out at 10 free games if you hit this this feature and then it goes 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 until it gets hit and then it gets reset at 10, you know? And so okay. like any game that has something like that in, into it, there, there probably is a point where it becomes positive because, uh, you know, somebody built it up and didn't hit it, you know? And then right. if, if you can come in behind them and play until you hit it, you know, not every, you know, it depends what the number is and what the game is, you know, of course, and not everything's, you know, you can have something that has a high expectation to win and still lose, you know, but, you know, some of these advantages are, are, can be, can be insane. Like, 
you know, card counters bankrupt, you know, Rain Man bankrupted, uh, Rain, <laughs> Rain Man was retired and he bankrupted Vegas with the one to two percent card counting edge, but, uh, you know, a machine guy on some things, he might have a 10, you know, up to like 10, 15 percent edges sometimes, depending upon, you know, how high that stuff is banked up in, you know. All right, we're back here. We had a technical gift difficulty. The Godfather just, you know, had to, uh, what was that? You had to wax someone? You had to make a, a private phone call? What the hell happened there? Yeah, you had to pay. Uh, our, our, guest, our guest is in the middle of a story, and you just hang up? Uh, I'm, you know, sincerest apologies. <laughs> I understand. You had to pay. I had a guy, a guy here, yeah. Anyway, continue. Sorry, my apologies. But yeah, I was getting into, I think, mainly of uh, just a lot, of, there's a lot of, not a lot, but there's like 10, 15 different games on the slot floor where they have a feature in them where it's banking up free games. Or there's a, there's other things that will have, it has something like must hit by, like you'll see some progressives that will like, say like must hit by 10,000 or must hit by 500. And there's definitely times when that gets high enough that there's an advantage there where you want to sit down and, you know, you know, there's tiny, if you're going to go for the $10,000 one, you know, you're definitely going to need like 15, 20 grand because you can get really? stuck in them, you know, things go real sour on you. But, you know, the it's, it's just basic calculus, I believe, you know, I'm not a, you know, I learned the math on the casino floor, not at so so let me see let me see if i understand this correctly t-bone you you have perfected a way to detect or to understand which games are primed to pay so in layman's terms somebody has done the heavy lifting and T-Bone comes along and says, yeah, you go to the bathroom, plunk, click, connect. Is that what we're talking about here? Yeah, basically. It, it, it does happen like that. It hasn't really happened wow. like that, uh, recently, but there was one time, it was a, it was a new game. It's, it was called, it's called Buffalo Ascension. Basically these reels go up and oh, the, the buffalo get... dog stampede with the buffaloes. That one. Yeah, yeah, oh. exactly. And when when the when they if the reels are all high, you're when you get to the top, you you get a bonus up there. So if someone leaves it with the reels all high, you know that it, there's a definitely huge advantage there. There's in every casino in America right now. There's someone checking those machines every ten minutes or fifteen minutes. And like, really? so that's why I don't mind talking about this. Somebody's. Gonna get a DM me or something and say, oh, yeah, you're it's... killing my fucking career, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, a lot of this shit is luck. You know, like, literally, you have to be just on the casino floor putting the time in, and somebody gets up, and you're like, holy shit, that old lady's gonna leave, leave it? <laughs> is she not gonna go for those games? But see, <laughs> they don't know about it. They don't know yeah, about they it. Like, know or, right? They have a budget, so, you know? Like, yeah, and, and it, that's over. another thing. Yeah. And, it, you know, and not every game's going to win either. And, and that's, that's where I get to is like sometimes I sit there and like, I'm like, man, I want to give up on this, man. Or like, I want to cry because I'm not going to get even on this one because 
<laughs> it's not like I don't want to make it sound like I just come in and like hit and like there's definitely times that works that way but uh you know at the end of the day it's like a, a sports betting edge you know like basically the coin in like if you're really lucky you're gonna get like 10 percent you know I take a lot of you know there's a lot of guys they're just looking for the real you know the real nuts and you know I, I I'm I like to play and gamble and I'm going for other things too like here at Ameristar, if I, I'm um, about 90,000 points away and I have to tell uh, May to get it, which, like, I'm, like, a minus 300 favorite there. And uh, basically, if I get that, Ameristar is going to give me a brand-new Mercedes uh, lease so, for 12 for twelve months, yeah. Come so, on. Yeah. And, that, like, and that's because of all the action for them, right? Yeah, that means I put in between, like, 2 to $4 million in coin in somewhere – in, in a year, but but like when when I'm playing a a, a machine that uh you know must hit by ten thousand, there's a good possibility my coin in on that day is like fifty hundred thousand. You know, it just depends if I hit it earlier if it goes. Like sometimes they go all the way to nine nine nine, and like you're crying and stuff, man. It's like I haven't had it go all the way. Chelsea, Christ. Yeah, I haven't had it. I haven't had to go all the way that way. But it was funny because uh, it was like two, three months ago, and me and my buddy like sometimes we'll team up on those plays. And there was one getting close, and he's like, he got all mad because I told him like these guys are playing it, man, and like I don't think they're gonna leave it. <laughs> and he's like, man, it's your fault. We didn't get it. Blah blah blah. And like, man, we can't be missing out on those. And like. And then he's like, who is it anyways? And, like, it was actually a guy we met at Bet Bash and his buddies. And, like, I was like, I think it's that dude we met at Bet Bash. And uh, sure enough, it was. And he, and he texted him. He was like, how did it run you? And he's like, not good. Went to 999 and sent a picture of it at 999. I was like, dude, we dodged a huge bullet there, man. Like, <laughs> Wow. Wow. So did he, end up, did he end up hitting it? Yeah, you hit it, but he probably lost between five and ten thousand on it when it went that far. And like wow. that machine, that machine, there's like five of them, and that one machine that I'm talking about is screwed us like twice too. Like the first time I ever went after one of those ten thousand dollar machines, like I barely had like ten thousand with me too. And I was like, hey, uh, my buddy wasn't in town, and so I was like, you know, I need a partner on this. You know, like you want to go for it, like. I think I have enough money to do it, but, you know, I'm not sure. But, you know, I still want a partner. And it's like, yeah, I think it's good. Go for it. And, uh, you know, I got it up there like 999 or up to 9900. Still got to push it, you know, another 100. And, uh, like, I'm running out of money. And, like, these other guys behind me are, are a bunch of Asian people. They're, like, watching <laughs> me because it's not hard to see, like, one point yeah. of stuff in hundreds in, you know, a thousand dollars at a time and then going. And then next thing you know, you're stuffing twenties in, you know. And people are like, Oh, yeah. he's running out of money. He's not doing <laughs> hundreds anymore, you know. <laughs> and these guys lined up on me and like, you know, they're all speaking Chinese and shit and fucking you know, I don't know what they're saying. And then like when you hit a, a button, you know, on a machine, it makes like a cowbell sound when there's no money in it. They're all like hitting the button, cowbell sound, and pointing at me like, "Hey, him soon, no money." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still like pounding it, and luckily, man, God bless the DraftKings, man. Like I had 
like another five or ten grand in my DraftKings and like a part of the DraftKings VIP program. Like they do limit me on some stuff, but they're pretty fair to me. I'll say that they don't give me any promotion. So <laughs> anyway, fuck you, DraftKings. But, yeah, <laughs> but anyways, they have a very fast payout to your to your debit card, you know. So I had it was between like five ten thousand, like. I was like, I need to get five grand in the debit card because I only had like a couple grand in there. And then I shot it in there and it like literally got in there in like 15 minutes. And then oh. like when, you, when you're when you're like top slot card, you can lock up a machine for like up to like a couple hours, depending upon what card you are. You can be like, hey, I've been playing this. I need to go get something to eat. Um, oh, you're oh, allowed to do that? You're allowed yeah. to like reserve it first. I didn't know that you could yeah. do that. Okay. If, if, when you're the top slot card, or if you're even like the medium card, but the higher the card you are, the more time you can lock it up. And so I was oh, like, I need, you, I need you to lock this up, and uh, you know, I need to like go out and smoke and like come back, and and uh, and then I pissed all those people. There was like five, six people, <laughs> literally, like right behind me, and they're like, oh, you know, because they could see I was running out of money. And like yeah. I didn't, and like and like basically now I gotta go take my debit card and run it at the cashier cage and try to get as much money out of there as I can, try to hit this. And then I'm the whole time I'm telling my buddy, like, hey, we're partners in this and we're already down like eleven grand and uh we haven't hit it yet. And I'm running out of money, like we might not hit it. <laughs> wow. This is like the first really? one I've ever done too. So like, yeah, I'm sweating, like it's literally like I'm sure it's like a woman like having birth, man. It's like, because it, it's like a seven, eight hour process of just like pounding the thing and just stuffing in money. Like, I don't want to like, like, yeah, if you got the money to do it and like you're in this to do it, you know, I, I want to warn people like it might not come out so great, you know? Yeah, yeah, there, there is a downside. And, you know, that's what I tell everyone with the sports betting, too. You know, people know that I've been working in the industry forever and, you know, on both sides. And I tell everyone, you know, because what's the tips? Well, you know, give me give me some tips. My tips are don't do this. Don't get into this racket because it's it's a lot of work. And, yeah, you got to be able to take the swings and stuff like that. So, you know, when people see you posting every – five minutes on Twitter with all your wins and stuff, they don't know that a lot goes into that. And there is waves that you have to ride, like the story yeah. you're just telling us, which is crazy. <laughs> for sure. And, and you have to have the bankroll and, and the, the bankroll is huge. Too, yeah. You know? Yep. One thing, one thing I, I, I live a pretty like small life. Like, you know, my car's paid for, I have a small apartment, you know, like I don't, you know, I'm just trying to build my bankroll and, and, uh, you know, at some point, you know, I don't, I don't have to worry about, uh, you know, doing that's, anything for a couple of years if I, if I want to, you know. That's but, the way to do it, man. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I'm, I, yeah. And I try to spend as much time because at the end of the day, with with the, with the slots, it's about, um, you know, you have to put the time in. You know, if you think you're just going to oh. come in here for a couple hours and and, and find it. But you know, at the end of the day, I was a, I get I'll get to the end of that story. I got like six Asians behind me, and now I'm out of money, and like I've got it up to like ninety nine ten or something. You know, I need to move it like ninety more dollars. So I'm like, I don't like I don't know. I've never done this with with my bank card. I've never had to do it at these Colorado casinos. But like when I had a different bank and I lived in Vegas like five years ago, you know, I know I could go to the the cage and be like. 
yeah, run my card for like five grand, you know, <laughs> and I'll pay you. It costs you a hundred bucks or something, you know. <laughs> it's an emergency. Like, it doesn't matter at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Like, doing I have, business. To, hit, I have yeah. to hit this thing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 uh, and basically, I don't want to see that, have them see me do it at this casino because maybe my card gets declined and then they're going to see it and like, I, you know, because even then I have to come up with a plan B of going to like get every free play at every casino that I have and play off points and like, you know, there's big brain here. Yeah. <laughs> wow. like, there's no way I could give this up, man. And uh, so basically I go to the casino next door and I just get lucky like they run it for the five grand and they just pay me out right there. Costs, you know, 50 bucks, 100 bucks, whatever. And so then I go back over and, and I'm back in action. And luckily I, it got hot right away. And uh, it's, I started hitting some stuff and like they, they could tell, and then I got it up to like 99.50 and they could tell like I still had a pocket full of hundreds and stuff. And like, you know, I was going till the end and then uh, I ended up hitting it. But the sad thing was, it was like a $5,000 loss. But uh, at the end of oh, the day, okay. All that coin in that I put, and I was a new, uh, was at a Caesars property. I was at, I was a new like slot player to Caesars, and I put so much coin in, like they started giving me like fifteen hundred dollars a week, like a month later, you know, in free. Really? Yeah. Like three times a week, uh, four fifty, and sometimes it was only two times. But um, and then like, I'll give that out here. It's like when you get that kind of free play. You probably shouldn't, like, I don't know, if you really like a slot game or whatever, do whatever. Like, I'm not trying to tell anybody what, what to do, but, <laughs> you know, when you're playing a slot game, the whole percentage is, you know, between, like, 10 and 15%. But if you're playing, like, a high, you know, a vid there's video poker games that have less than 1% or, like, one and a quarter percent. So okay. if you just put your free play through one of these, like, a jacks are better that has a 9-6 board, with the uh, uh, two pair pays double, you know, um, the hold is only like one percent. So in theory, you're gonna you're gonna only lose one percent of that free play over over okay, time. Okay, so like, over time, so you just play through it and then you try to extract as much as possible, right? Yeah, and then you cash out because like some places mm. give me like now it's not that big. Like when you're a bigger player, like and they know you're you're known for winning, they're they're not gonna just give you a bunch of stuff. But I used to get. So pretty, you know, five hundred dollars here. I still get random stuff like, you know, birthday month. They throw you five hundred, and basically, right. if you run it through one of those video poker machines, it has like, uh, like a bonus poker that has an eight five. The the full house pays eight, and the flush pays five. And um, two. The the key thing is two pair pays double too. And at the end of the day, you're only gonna uh, lose like one percent on that. And every now and then. You're gonna pop a royal on like I play dollars, yeah. I play five dollars, and I haven't hit a five dollar one royal, which would pay twenty thousand. That went away like twenty times, like or like fifty times. Yeah, it's I've like, seen them on Twitter, and I'm like, yeah, ah! <laughs> like everybody, everybody's got goals, Pisky. Like one of, my, <laughs> one of my goals is to hit a royal flush a, a, on a twenty five dollar uh, video poker bet that's free play. Pays what would that 20, pay? 20,000. 20, 20, 20, yeah, right. I've hitting three. I've hitting three on a dollar that pay out four thousand, which was crazy because yeah. I was I was in Cripple Creek uh, a month ago and I only had eighty dollars free play at that place and I held one card. I think it was a Queen of Diamonds 
and it gave me the other four and for four come on yeah. really but i had me a royal flush for a year so like like so you're I think like i was yeah you do yeah royal flush is one in forty thousand. so i like i i seriously think i was i was in the do range but i hit two of them like fast before that the year before that so i was kind of like I, I wasn't due for that that second one so I'm like <laughs> <laughs> so these these free plays do they have rollovers on them or is it just yeah, yeah oh, i guess just one, probably it's just a one-time rollover yeah you gotta okay, go through the 500 or whatever yeah 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 okay, but when cool. you're playing like a jacks are better and it's got a nine six board where the full house pays nine in the in the in the uh sorry i'm getting drunk uh the flush pays <laughs> six and, and then the, the key thing too is the two pair pays double like the the hold is like one percent or like you know not even one percent, and so you know at the end of the day you're just gonna you're gonna hit a lot of just two pairs. It's gonna pay you double, and then at, okay. you know at, at you know and you're gonna hit some four kinds and stuff too, which that's gonna pay you a couple hundred. But you know it's just that's more money to go gamble with. And, and my strategy is when I'm playing uh, the advantage slot play, I want to get as much points as I can out of that. When you're playing your free play, you're not going to get the points. So okay. I want to go over, I want to go and play, you know, just run my money through the 1% uh, jacks or better, get that cash, and then when I find the advantage play, put, you know, that starts me out there, and then I'm getting that, the points because, like, the dude, points this, are crazy. Like This is, you know, this I, is smart shit. I, I, I got to give you credit because I know for you, you do it every single day. And you're out there and you're grinding and you're hustling. And you think it's nothing because you know. But this is like really smart shit. I got to tell you. Like listening to it is like, you know, you you know everything about the, the, the rewards programs and stuff like that. You know everything about the machines. You know everything about what – I'm sure what time of day. Does, does that matter? What time of day? Like you said, right now the casinos are nuts in Colorado. Too busy on the weekends? No, time of day doesn't really matter. But, yeah, on the weekends – you, there's a, like I said, there's only so many games to check. So like you'll okay. go on a casino floor at Friday night at nine, 10 o'clock and every one of those games, there's a person sitting on it, but that that's where the value comes to is like, you know, really nobody's checked it because people are sitting in there. So there literally be two sometimes people just standing there waiting for someone to jump off so they can check it. And then if there's an advantage play on it where someone's playing it and, and they're like, Oh shit like it's getting up there and like it's advantage if they don't hit it and get off i want to get on it and like i never do that stuff i don't like because i don't want to root against somebody and then the other thing is is uh you know they might hit it so i might sit there and watch this old lady play you know for 30 minutes and mm. she might hit it and, and not leave and they're you know 10 20 feet down the casino there was a play that i you know, so I'll just I'll just keep moving. You know, I think yeah, just keep moving. Keep moving. How, yeah, how but, many hours? A, how many hours a day, T Bone? Do you put in? Walking nah, that's a that's a hard question, man. <laughs> like as many as really it takes. <laughs> yeah, well, and it's not really you don't really calculate hours when it's like something you enjoy to do. Like you know, yes, I hundred percent. I, I don't have like kids and stuff, so like I don't have a lot going on. So it's just kind of like go up to the casino and like you know see what's going on like it's definitely gotten harder in the last couple of years like there's more people doing it and like i was lucky like when i came in here like there was some new games that came out and people didn't know how to play them and like we figured it out faster than everybody 
And, uh, you know, it was, I, it was really – that's what a lot of things, I guess, at the end of the day are about is about timing. You know, like yeah. now it's – like if you go out right now, it's it's hard to find plays. You Like you literally have to be lucky that somebody jumps off it and you're like standing there. Like that's okay. how it is on a Friday or Saturday. And, gotcha. and uh, there's just so many people doing it now and it's so hard. But and that's why I don't care about talking about it because – at the end of the day, if you want to make money, you got to be out there and like, you know, opportunities are going to come. Like, it's crazy how if you know the machines to check and stuff, it's crazy the things you walk up on. Like, I can't believe somebody left this at like forty-three games. Well, I, I actually, uh, yeah, I actually, I actually have a story for you, T-Bone. So the full dog, who has been my partner in crime and sports betting since the beginning of time. He he caught on to you on Twitter before I like learned about who you are and met you at Bet Bash, and he's like, "No, there's this guy in Colorado. He's smart. He goes around to all the casinos. He knows like the different style of games." And I couldn't figure out what he was talking about. So he's like, "I'm coming to Toronto and I'm going to show you." So we went to the Pickering Casino, and same type of thing. We go to this slot machine. You probably know it. I don't. I forget the name of it, but it had three piggy banks on it. Yeah, original piggies. Original piggies. There you go. So the original piggies, we sit down. It's myself, the full dog, and our friend Snarl, and we, we start feeding it because that one of the piggies is like big, or right? maybe all three were big. I, I can't remember. Someone left it, and we're like, okay, this is it. Full dog's like, yes, this is an opportunity. So our buddy Snarl sits down. He had just randomly hit this machine for like thirty five hundred bucks, so he had some coin to play with. So he sits down and he starts hammering it. Hundred, 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 hundred. Well. He got spooked. He got spooked. The thing would not burst on us, right? We're watching it get bigger and bigger and bigger. And sure enough, like you said, there was people behind us lined up just waiting for us to get fucking cold feet, which we did. And we moved on. And then sure enough, we turned yeah, we turn around and this lady had sat down. Uh again, he I think he was doing a hundred bucks a spin because he was really trying to crack it. And uh, she went in with, like, I think she was playing $2 a spin, hammered it, and, I don't know, made her 400 bucks or something like that. But if you translate, if you do the math there, right, we walked a little away from a lot of money, but oh, we got wow. scared. We got scared. You didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. So that that's, you know, that's what you got to factor in. You need the, the mental fortitude, I guess, to go ahead yeah. and uh, and make this thing work. But, yeah, so I, I, I totally, totally know uh, where you're coming from. Now, T-Bone, you uh, let's let's switch gears here for a second because everyone, I'm sure, as soon as we put this push this recording button, noticed your T-shirt, the South oh, the Dakota Jackrabbits, and uh, we FCS champion Jackrabbits. Yes, <laughs> yes, and and there is a special there's a special thing to this um, to this championship that just happened. Uh, we were DMing through the entire experience, and I want to say thank you uh, for for including me on this little adventure because it gave me uh, memories of what we did here in Toronto a few years ago. So tell us the story from the beginning. It was something put on as a little bit of a promotion or something going on in the state of Montana. Tell us about how you sniffed it out. You know, you saw the opportunity, you went there, you took advantage of it, and, and just tell us the whole story from the beginning. This this is exciting stuff. I, I love it. Well, yeah, it, it goes back, actually, to like a year or two ago. And, it like, I, I grew up in Montana. I'm from Billings, Montana. 
And like when you think about gambling, you probably don't think much about like there's gambling in Montana, but actually there's like a casino on every major street in Montana. And it's just basically they had a law in the 80s where they allowed people that owned a bar, they could put 20 uh, video poker and it was only Kino back then machines in their bar. And basically that's how these places survive. And like, there's just so many degenerates that play these things. It's crazy because you can only max bet $2 and like your max win is $800. And so oh, yeah. like, there's just, there's just casinos everywhere. And like, basically when they, they acted this bill in the eighties in Montana, they ruined uh, gaming in Montana forever because now like the richest people in Montana all own these casinos and there's one on, there's, hundreds of them in in montana there's probably 50 or 60 just alone in buildings where i grew up and and probably more like 80 or something and basically uh they'll never build a big casino and really the the only gambling there is these 20 machines and they do have poker tables live poker which um it's, there's a lot of dumb live poker players but you know good, <laughs> have fun at one to five limit poker you know <laughs> Sorry, but I, like I'm just trying to paint a picture here. And then, anyways, uh, 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 sports betting becomes legal in Montana in 2020, and it's just they run. You know, it's like I call them the Montana Mafia. It's like all the rich people in Montana, and like they basically run the state. And they're like, we don't want. Like, how are we going to do this? We want to run it, but like they're just an idiot that owns a bar with 20 machines in it, and so like. Basically, they came up with a bill, the lottery's going to run it. And, like, you know, that's when everything goes to hell when the government decides they want to run something, you know. Like, this this won't be a good product. And, like, it was a terrible product. Like, like, <laughs> like just look at it. Look, look like, if you want to see a terrible sports book, like, open up, like, I hope this, <laughs> this is probably going to get me banned from there, but. Just open up Sports Bet Montana and like you'll see minus one twenty on you know NBA sides and like go go deeper in that thing and look at like women's college basketball. You see like minus one forty on both sides and stuff and Come like on. Just, just criminal stuff. But part of it is the Montana Lottery's running it, and then these all these little bars have a kiosk in it. So like in Billings, Billings, the biggest city in Montana, there's probably at least sixty kiosks in Billings. And um, basically, the operator doesn't care. He gets 3% of every dollar that comes in there. Because I, I know some guys that own bars, and, like, they told me, they're like, yeah, I've got no liability. I don't care what you do here, man. Like, stuff's much you want. I get 3%. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, just, just to interject for a second, T-Bone, the Godfather and I are both former lottery Ontario lottery workers, so we know exactly what you're talking about. Godfather won't admit it. He gets mad every time I bring up the Ontario lottery, but yes, unbelievable juice. The product is obviously nowhere near what sports books are, and uh, when we were doing our lottery thing, yes, every retailer loved us because they get, they get five points up here north of the border. Five percent on every buy, and two percent on every cash ticket. Yeah, actually, it was 6%, and then they went to 3%. But, like, they're just crushing it because, like, it's just mainly, like, no, there's no professionals up there or anything trying to trying to hammer them. Like, I, there was some, but because <laughs> uh, they, they did do some stupid stuff. Like, they were offering, like, women's college basketball. And, like, I, like, I was up there just visiting my mom for Christmas one year, 
And I'm like, I'm like looking at, you know, like FanDuel and like DraftKings, they offer the women's college basketball market, but like they don't let anybody bet on that stuff. So you can't really trust those numbers as much. And like from like knowing stuff here in Blackhawk and seeing people stuff kiosk around there, like I know like people can put bet a lot of money on like a they I don't think you can anymore, but you used to be able to on Caesars kiosk and they had women's basketball. So I would look at uh Caesars women's college basketball lines and then I'll look at Montana and I'm like shit. These are like it's like three points difference, man. Oh. <laughs> For a middler like me, that's glorious. Yeah, Fucking, that's I'm it. Like, Once I create myself a three-point middle all day long, baby. Yeah, I, I didn't really go for because I couldn't really do that because the only place I I'm in Montana, the only thing I can bet is there. Like unless I'm gonna have, call somebody, and, like it's too much work for all that. And then if the line moves and all that, so like I'm just like I'm just gonna look for the best of the side and then grab whatever. And yeah. uh, actually, during that same week, um, Ballsman Montana State last year was headed to South Dakota State Jackrabbits. <laughs> <laughs> this is a year ago. This is not this is not just Okay, this is not ago. what we just did. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah, this is uh this is twenty twenty two. And so they're there's semifinals, they're headed out to uh the Montana State because Montana was in the championship uh, this year. And yeah, this is right. Montana State last year in the semifinals. And they're okay. headed out there, and I'm out just visiting mom for Christmas. And I notice the line is uh, uh, the jackrabbits are minus one and a half. And like nobody's really opened this stuff real early back then, like just FanDuel and DraftKings and stuff. So I look on FanDuel and DraftKings, they got six and a half. <laughs> really? And then there's a huge discrepancy in the money line because it's only minus one and a half. So I think a money line was only like minus one thirty or something too, and oh like, my like, oh my I'll... god, like, like I didn't even get crazy like I did this year with it, but I was like, like this is something in the future like that needs to be you know monitored. Yeah, yeah you got to keep your eye on <laughs> yeah. that. Absolutely. Anytime Montana's in a big game, nice. like you know, like I'm gonna go ahead. I like I bet like ten grand on it or something. You know. So you like, got a taste in 2022. And then you hammered them this year. Yeah, and like that's basically how how it all got put together. Is nice. Okay. It was twenty twenty two, and they Jackrabbits hammered them too. They won by like yeah. thirty points. Like it was over. It, it was over like basically ten minutes into the game. Like they were up, you know, like twenty one seven. Like five minutes. So did you five try the first quarter? I didn't. Did you try to you try to middle it at all, or did you just play it straight up? No, at that time I pretty much played it straight up. Like okay. I did some stuff with my dad. Like I was like, Dad, uh, you know, I'll put eleven hundred <laughs> on this for you. Open up a FanDuel account, and then it, it's got a deposit match. So <laughs> like you're probably gonna lose this bet, Smart. but you're, Smart. you're gonna get a thousand dollar free bet back. You know? Yeah. And so it, it worked out. Like I had him where he was breaking even, just gonna get a free. Th- thousand dollar bet you know and then like which is crazy because from that like he got like some crazy offers like you know they were like hey if you want to put like five grand in we'll give you a 25 deposit uh, 25 percent deposit match which i don't i don't ever like really hear those anymore like every yeah. now and then vandal is the only one like they'll throw me like 
you know, throw a thousand and we'll give you a 500 free bet. And like that's, and if that's like, I just like, it's time to reload with them. And I'm like, man, I just keep losing there and I don't want to do it. And like, I'm like, I'll just like sit on the sidelines for a week or two and see if anything pops up. They know? bump it. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. And a lot of times they sudden, do. Yeah. Yeah, and like if if the company kind of likes you, like DraftKings, like uh, I don't ever get any more of those promotions because uh, I think they're still mad about uh, the hot dog contest, and I believe it was uh, 2022. Like that was okay. like when they had it indoors and stuff. There was uh, this chick, uh, what was her name? Michelle Lesko, I believe. Like she's like the top woman's, and like it was all around on the streets here in Blackhawk, like. It was like she she had like she was talking about doing a YouTube program and like like and she just had a kid and then she was gonna like in February like show like hey like I can do like 30 40 hot dogs like no problem and like her husband's a competitive eater and they were gonna like do them to, together these videos and like they did one video and then like they quit doing them and so like like everybody was kind of like the word was around on the streets around here. And plus there was this elite, elite sports, sports gambling. They had a kiosk here and uh, they messed up on the Joey Chestnut odds. They put, Joey was supposed to be like minus, you know, 12 and a half. And they had him plus 12 and a half. And it was funny because oh. I, I found, I found a guy one day in, in, he's like, dude, did you see they had Joey Chestnut uh, plus 12 and a half? And you show him my, show him the ticket. And uh, I'm like, oh my god, that's like free money, man. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. I'm like, is it so you smashed there? it. You no. smashed it, and they got pissed off at you. No, uh, 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 basically, I'm like, is it still there? And he's like, do you think I would be here if it was still there? I'd still be stuffing money in. Mm-hmm. And like, they elite ended up fixing it, but they were the first ones to put the odds out. And then it, it became known. And DraftKings ended up being like the second, and like. I seen it and they put them out at like 11, 12 o'clock. So the sports book was closed. And I go in there and like, I'm trying to like, cause there's like this chick and her husband under, you know, and then there's a chick under. And then there was like, there was like a bunch of different ones you could do, you know, cause it was like, wow. no, and like, cause she, she didn't even, she was going to win by like 10 or 15 hot dogs. So she didn't, there was no motivation for her to get the, the over, you know, because she yeah. had a, she just had a kid like, three or four months before that. And then she was talking about, she was going to do these videos and she didn't do them. So you kind of thought like, you know, she wasn't in shape to do it, you know? And okay. so like, everybody was like, yeah, when they find the odds, like, you know, like it's time to pounce, you know? <laughs> and this is what they got over at Leet. We we're waiting for DraftKings. And then like, I go there, I'm like, put a thousand and I'm like, try to get a thousand on it. And the screen just goes red. I'm like, yeah, oh, that's weird. Wow. I've never seen that before. So I go like 500. Screen goes red again. I'm like, ah, I guess you no. Know, I guess it's time to go lower. And that's the thing with this kiosk stuff. Or like, you're like, I want to get like, you know, a few thousand dollars on this. It's like always the thing in your mind. It's like, how do I do this? You know, like people just think, oh, you just stop in. Like, like you have to think about it. Like, cause like you know, like all the, all the all the sportsbook has to do is move the odds and, and the kiosk stuffer is, you know, he's done. Yeah. Like yeah, of course. his yeah. game is over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that's the thing. It's like, how do I get as much money on this without pissing anybody off or anybody noticing, you know, like no trouble lights coming up and stuff. Yeah. I mean, everywhere it's different. I'm saying, I'm not going to say there's 
a, a solution everywhere. But uh, and there used to be places here like Ameristar, like you could you could bet two three thousand dollars on NFL props and like not move a line. But then you know, say you have three or four props you want to bet, like you bet three thousand on the first one, and then you might get two thousand or something on the second one. And then when you bet your first five or like between five and nine hundred, you can get a pop, you know, like right after that one, they're moving the odds on you. <laughs> oh, yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Like, so, so, so hold on. I, let, let, let me let me ask a couple questions here. So DraftKings is pissed off at you for 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 taking advantage of this. Is that oh, what happened or? Yeah, basically, right after the hot dog contest, like, my promotions always ended with, with drafting. Oh, okay. And it was, like, two days later, they were asking about, like, you know, who was who was the guy that, you know, it wasn't even that much. I literally, it was $200 bets, you know. And right. uh, basically, I got, like, $2,000 down. But, like, I on every one, they closed, like, six or seven hot dogs. You know, closing line value. It was literally the next day dog value. two days later, like the guy came out and he's like, no more kiosk. Everything has to be from the window. But they're actually a little bit generous. Uh, they said I can get, you know, props for 500. But uh, it's everything. Was this in Colorado, Kibo? Was yeah. this in Colorado? Was, yeah, was the guy where you guys were, yeah. Was the guy's name Greg? No, it was the guy before Greg, actually. Oh, okay. and around here, we call uh, Greg Sheriff Greg. Sheriff yeah. Greg? Okay, yeah, that's Tebow, a good name. Tebow, <laughs> I, got, I, got a, I got a video for you. And tell me if you recognize the background and everything. This is when we did our trip to Las Vegas last season in August on our way to go spend the season in Vegas. Um, this is the full dog. Uh, let me know if you recognize this. <laughs> yeah, what do you think of that? Draft, beautiful DraftKings kiosk. So about a couple hours after that, the Godfather and I were at the same kiosk, and Sheriff Greg came up to us and told us, no more kiosks for you assholes. That's it. You're cut off. You yeah. go to the counter if you want to bet. And I think it was in August, so I think we were playing like a first half like NFL preseason or something. It was a Kansas City game, yeah. right? right? Godfather. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it was. And and that was it. That's it. we weren't even in we weren't even in Blackhawk for 24 hours, and Sheriff Greg came and oh, yeah. gave us the snip. <laughs> Three or four yeah. hours. <laughs> I, I don't want to say anything bad about Greg. He was a decent guy, but you know he just you know he he just whatever the up, up you know the trade team in Vegas tells him he's got to do like he's gonna enforce it like a T and uh, yeah he's a know, bite of Booker. And, and anything basically that isn't a major market that's a prop or you know a first half or something it's just gonna freak him out and just like you know because <laughs> there was some crazy shit going on it was mainly before greg was there but uh there was a group uh that was in here that uh uh right when it got legalized they were betting two three thousand like sometimes more on props right in the kiosk they're like now, if you go to the kiosk, it says like it even says like five hundred dollar max or something, and uh, also uh, one time pop only. <laughs> so you can't sit there and bet the same thing over. And yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. 
you know, you gotta gotcha. respect the rules, you know, like, Absol you know, they say, no, there's rules around here. <laughs> yeah, so they have to be, or else, or else the Sharps will eat them alive. Like, yeah. I get it because, because of our experience, you know, on the other side of the camp. I was just wanted to ask you, so, because, you know, one of your posts really stood out to me was, you know, the, uh, the elastic bands on the money on the money rolls there. So what did you? So basically, was it a bad line that they had out on Montana State? Oh, yeah, yeah, let's go back to that story. That, yeah, that was that was uh, yeah a year ago. It was actually it came out one and a half, and then uh, FanDuel and DraftKings had six and a half, and it closed four and a half. That's a year ago, and so no, it but, wasn't it wasn't that bad of a line, but. You know, I don't know who knows what was going on. Everybody uh, in that that I knew, the Caps FCS, they were all over the Jackrabbits in that game. So, kind of this year, I'm like thinking about it, like, you know, maybe I have to make a move up there if they do something stupid again. And you know, there there was a there was another game that, uh, but it didn't happen until like a few hours before the game. Like the market really moved on the dog in like Montana's first playoff game. And so there was like two or three points of value, but like I couldn't, I couldn't drive up there, and you know, it's it's an eight-hour drive, so and, okay. and I don't mind the drive because my mom lives there, I have friends from there, so I go back and have fun. But you know, I couldn't make it. I was just sitting there. I was like texting buddies too, like, dude, this is crazy. Like, like you have to just like throw a hundred or two on this, whatever you can afford, man. <laughs> like it's so in your favor, and they're like, they went to school at Montana, so they're like. I'm not bad against Montana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, think I, know them, I think some of them actually bet on Montana, and it's like, dude, like, yeah. was oh, that for man. the semis, or was that for the semis, or that was that the, was, the final? That, that, that was the semis last year. Or, okay. No, that was uh, no, it was the game before the semis this year, and so okay. and then and then in the semis, I actually liked Montana, so I okay. wasn't going to go up there and bet against Montana because. Like I thought they were going to win that game, and it was a close game, and they did pull it out. And so, did they have now, the right line? Did they have the right line for the semis? Uh, I believe it was it was, it was like a pick'em line. So, like, I think they were like favored. Like, what, like I don't really remember to be honest. I think there was a little bit of value, but I really wasn't into it. Like, really paying attention because I thought they were the right side. So, if I was yeah. going to get a point or two, it, it didn't really matter to me. And it was close to a pick'em, so like. I think maybe they were like a one-point favorite, and there, there was a big swing right before the game started, and I can't really remember what happened too. That's these okay. FCS games can be like that, but the championship right. game there there was no real swing. Actually, kind of because it came open at like twelve and a half, and then okay. it didn't take long. And and you know there was like four or five weeks before the chat when they knew who was going to play in the championship game till the championship game actually was oh, played yeah. in in frisco texas it was played at a neutral site in frisco texas and right it, so the game was came, out four weeks in advance yeah it came, oh it came, okay it came out like at like 12 and a half and okay, uh, okay. it didn't take long but you know when we're like a week before the game it's like 13 13 and a half in like and that's kind of, is that when you noticed it and that's when you said okay it's go time i'm driving to montana no, I'm. I'm. That's when I'm like, well, what is Montana? <laughs> like, and and all of a sudden I notice like they they're they're notorious for putting up like minus one fifteen on both sides. So like 
I'm seeing if they're going to do something stupid like that. Like, is that really worth it? And so I'm looking at them, and they they actually they have like minus 115 on the Montana side. They have like minus 108 on the South Dakota side, and there is like a two point difference or something. I think it was like 10 and a half and 12 and a half and 13 in, in the market. And like it got down to it. Like I wasn't sure if I was going to go. It's like should I do it? Should I not? Like. And yeah, I, I at that FCS, point, it's not, yeah. And I know some FCS handicappers, like, I'm not all about just jumping on a line. Like, I want to know somebody that handicaps it and be like, yeah, that's the right side. Plus, you're getting the value. Like, I think it's good at 13. So, if you're getting it at 10 and a half, like, yeah. Like, easy, yeah, that, that's easy decision. <laughs> you should make a trip to Montana. And so, I'm kind of, like, talking to some guys, like, I know, like that. And, uh. Basically, it was like the day before I'm trying to make the decision. They put up uh, ten and a half even money both sides, like kind of a promotion, I guess. You know, just Ooh, like we're not it. gonna we're not gonna put high juice on this game for everybody. And then that's right. when like it, it almost didn't happen either because I lost my debit card. Like like basically the day I was gonna go, and then I thought the game was on Saturday. Then then I no, it's on Sunday. And so, like, on Friday, I'm like, man, I couldn't get another debit card. So I'm like, how do I get a hotel room without a debit card, you know? So I'm yeah. like, I drove around to, like, three banks, and I'm like, uh, hey, can, like, if I sign up for an account and put a couple grand in, can I get a debit <laughs> card today? And, like, two of them were like, no. And on the third one, they were like, yeah. And so I got a debit card, and then I'm like, yeah, like, like I, I think this is, like, a big play. Like, I have to do this, like, you know, like. Nice. These things always don't come up. Like I'm not yeah. like you know a daily type handicapper, like where I'm trying to play five, ten plays a day and stuff. Like I'm trying to be on the slot floor and grind the slot floor out. But like if somebody tells me that you know they're they're a real sharp gambler, you know, like I'm betting this. Sometimes yeah, I get caught up in following their action or you know or or they bet something I don't like and then I won't bet as much. And then if they like it and I like it, I bet more because I'm like yeah. He crushes books, you know, and then I get killed, you know. But, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I prefer, you need some... I prefer need... to be on on the slot floor, to be honest with you. And like they they welcome me in this casino with with hundreds of dollars every week just to gamble. And like, yeah, you want yeah, look a at sweet the sweet you're in, yeah, yeah. And like any like Broncos game and stuff like that, like I can go sit in there sweet. Like it's ridiculous, like. Yeah. I used to count cards. I used to live in Vegas and count cards, and like you could win five hundred dollars at a place, and they're they're showing you the door, and like someone sure. will tell you, we don't ever even want you coming back in here. It's like I, you know, I can't even like you know play Keno or I can't I can't get a hot dog <laughs> get the hot dog card. Yeah. <laughs> the cool ones will just be like, yeah, you just can't play blackjack here anymore. But right, like that that was a long time ago, and like. It's crazy because I think a lot of like advantage poker players, blackjack players, they're they're all like doing the slot stuff now. But there was a good time for it, like a year or two years ago, and like it's definitely getting a lot harder. And like you yeah. have to be smarter with the promotions, go after drawings, and then like you know the larger promotions, like just being like a seven star club, you get a you get a free trip to Vegas, you get a free trip to. Uh, Atlantis, like being top card here at uh at uh, Maristar, you get a free trip to Bahamar, and just, nice. it's like, but it's crazy because like 
they give you like four days and they pay for your, your airfare and then you get down there and like like a cheeseburger is like fifty dollars, you know. Shut <laughs> <laughs> yeah, up to at the, uh, at the yeah, Baja Mar for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, it's rough at Baja Mar, but you know, uh, it, it's just it, there, there's so many programs and stuff. You just gotta try to get the best of it, you know. Is what it, yeah. at the end of the day, for sure. And, okay, so T Bone, you notice the discrepancy in the line. You notice it's even money. They're not even charging you juice. When do you make the decision to say, I am, I'm driving to Montana. I'm taking that eight hour drive. We're going baby. And so you got your debit card right at the new place. You, so you can get a yeah. hotel now. So you, what's next? That, that was, I guess, Friday that you said I'm going down. Yeah. Like basically Friday night, Saturday morning, like I had some promotions out here. I had like three, $400 that were going to expire on Saturday. So Oh, I'm like, shit. I don't really want to leave Friday. And, like, that was, like, part of my reasoning. I thought the game was on Saturday. So, I was part of my reasoning, I wasn't even going to go. So, I thought the game was on Saturday. I'm like, is it even worth it? Because I have some promotions. And then the other problem, too, is it's eight hours. What if, like, I drive four hours and the line changes, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's not like there's a guarantee once I, I start, you know, I'm not driving 15 yep. minutes down to the casino. But, or, you if know, you put, like, or if you play 500 bucks on it and, and they move the line after 500 bucks, like that's yeah. such a waste, right? Yeah, it get back to that too about, you know, and then, and then how do I do this? You know, do I just start banging five grand or like, you know, and like, you know, respect to anybody that's like seen a kiosk stuff or like most people like don't know how to act when a guy's just sitting there with like five grand. <laughs> Yeah. And, then when no. it, and then when his hand goes empty, he pulls out another five grand. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking like, about, what, man. Is he betting on something that's fixed? Or like, what, what are yeah. you doing? Does sometimes he have a problem? People, yeah. yeah he, people are, sometimes you'll see a smart person, like, they'll come, like, try to be behind you, and they'll try to look like, well, what is he betting, you know? Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, of course, <laughs> And uh, that's what I, that was a good trick of mine back in the day when I first moved to Vegas is I, I, w I lived out by the M casino and there was a, that was where all the sharps were back in the day before the apps and stuff. And like, you seen certain guys go to the window, like it was well worth it just to like long beyond, you know, go behind them. Like, Oh, what's that line up there? <laughs> Cause there's a little, there's a little, on the ticket thing, it shows, you know, like, oh, you just bet five grand on, you know, Virginia Tech or something. Like, yeah, know, yeah, yeah. On, like, on the screen, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right at the counter. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. But yeah. now none, like of that stuff really, none of that stuff really exists because, you know, all the sharps are all betting on apps and stuff, you know? Yeah, of course. Of course. Okay. So you get to Montana and you, you mentioned that there's casinos in every whether it be a restaurant or whatever. And I can attest to that because when I stopped in Montana, the Montana club, which I recommend to anyone that needs a bite to eat in Montana, go check this place out. It's phenomenal. Uh, they had a little tiny little casino next to it. I didn't realize that these were all over the place. I thought I just got lucky. And then I did notice a bet Montana kiosk. So what is the maximum at a kiosk at a bet Montana kiosk? It's $250. And, so and you can only hit it once. You can only hit it once for two hundred fifty dollars, and the reason why is because if if you if you bet something and and it pays out over six hundred dollars, like you can't cash it in those little little casinos. You actually have to go to the lottery office to cash it, which is a, oh, wow. a major 
pain in the ass because there's only one lottery office in the whole state of Montana. Montana's the fourth biggest state in the country. And so like, like if I was to have one in Billings, it would take me three and a half hours to drive to Helena. That's that's but, crazy. Uh, but you know what? The same thing happens here in Toronto. So when we were doing our little lottery thing, we kept we strategically kept all our tickets to pay under a thousand dollars because anything over a thousand dollars, you have to go to the main office, the main lottery office in downtown Toronto. And obviously, when you have an edge, you don't want to expose it, right? You don't want to go to the to the main office and say, Hey, I'm here again for the fifth time this week. We kept everything under, like you did, the two two hundred and fifty bucks. And so did you go casino to casino to casino to casino all over Montana? Yeah. Well, no, just in Billings. Because like, Billing. literally there, there's like 50 or 60 casinos. And then there's okay. there's bigger ones and smaller ones. So like that it, it actually becomes a huge problem when you bet as much as I did on that game of like now how am I gonna get paid? And uh like and, and you saw one of the videos I made, like there was, there was, I think I had like $10,000 in twenties or something, which if I would have got pulled over on the way home to Colorado, that would have been fun to explain, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Well, well, I won this money. In a casino. Go jackpot, yeah, like, they don't pay jackpots in twenties, you know? Yeah. But yeah, basically there's bigger casinos and, and like the max win in these casinos, eight, you, max bet is $2, the max win on a machine one one pay is eight hundred dollars so like they don't have a lot of money so it it's you can't just go in and be like i want to collect 10 grand here at like one of the bigger ones like basically yeah. it's like two grand like 1500 some of them will tell you like best i can do is 500 and then they'll say it and it's all in 20s <laughs> that's, yeah dude that's exactly how it was here in toronto we had to make connections because you cannot walk in, especially these days where no one's using cash, right? Everything's tap, tap, tap. So we had to make connections. And yeah, our retailers loved us because they collected the 2%. But it's it's tough. So it's it's not just the bet. It's it's how you get how you get down, first of all, yeah. right? Because you gotta go to every individual kiosk like you did all over Montana, and then you gotta cash the goddamn things because you won. Yeah. So I, I'm just gonna dress it up in case anyone doesn't know the story, because I think we're making the assumption that people do know what the edge was. So what was the line? Ten and a half that you were able to get in Montana? Yeah, ten was, and a half even was, money. It was ten and a half even money, and actually, like I stuffed a large amount on Saturday night, and then on uh Sunday morning they moved to plus one oh two. So I had 75% of saving my money at even money. And then I did another 25% in the morning. Like, cause it's kind That's of another so thought of the kiosk mind. Like, should I go for it all tonight? Or like, should I save some for the morning? It gets better. So, you know, yeah. like, wow. you the money and they go to nine and a half. <laughs> but how do they do that? How in God's name do, you know, cause obviously people aren't betting the amounts that you're betting. So how in yeah, the hell do they go the other way in, on the odds? They give you better value. That's crazy. That's, that's <laughs> insane. Doesn't sound yeah, great. I, I have no clue why they did that. And, like, I don't know if you guys, you know, you guys used to work for a lottery. Maybe you can answer this. Like, I literally think, like, they how their juice is, is, is put into to the uh, kiosk. Like, nobody's going to win. It, you know, it's minus 130 at, at college, yeah. uh, college odds. And, minus 120 on both sides on sides and totals on pros and like i literally don't think they in you know there's no pros up there trying to hammer them so 
I think all they get is just, you know, recreational parlay action. I've seen the numbers. They make like, you know, around a million dollars a month type stuff. And yeah. uh, like, I don't, th- I think, I don't even think they have anybody that watches it to be honest with you. Or like, there's one person and like, he makes a hundred grand a year and he just doesn't give a oh, shit, wow. you know? And, yeah. and uh, like, they don't move on money. Cause like, they didn't move. I, like I just t- told you, I, I, like I stuffed 75% of my bet on uh, in the night and then in the morning they moved like you got better odds. Yeah. Like I I don't know. Like, I don't know how much money was bet across the state. You know, like I know people are crazy up there, like on my team, you know? Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, those, those kind of guys, (laughs) (laughs) those kind of people though, they're betting 20 bucks, right? They're not slamming down what you're slamming down here. So the, the edge folks is that, the Montana State Lottery had them at minus 10 and a half. The Jackrabbits, this T-shirt, 10 and a half, even money. And the pinnacle line was plus 14. Correct, T-Bone? Yeah, correct. Yeah. And like, even okay. I, I, looked, I looked on pinnacle like the night before, you know, their alternative odds and stuff. And they only went down to 12 and a half. At 12 <laughs> and a half, they were offering it at minus 143. So at me having 10 and a half, even money, you got to think I was getting, you know, uh, something wow. that they valued at 160 to 180, uh, even money, you know? Yeah. If, you got to take that all day. Be a math nerd about it right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, listen, I, I'm not a math guy either, but you got to take those opportunities, right? When, when someone is giving you, let, let's call it like, again, I don't, I don't know the math, but a plus 130 on a coin flip, you got to do that all day long, right? You just, yeah. you just go, you know what I mean? Don't even think about it. Press the pedal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, once again, I'm not like, like, I, I think, you know, you have to do that, but you still need a handicapper at some point too. You can't just, if you see odds like that get crazy, you know, you need a handicapper to say, yeah, it's a good bet. And, you know, uh, it's the right side, you know, like, I know people, you know, you see them on uh, Twitter and stuff, they're doing a the top down stuff and, you know, they're getting a the point of it here. Like, I don't know. They still grind out, you know, a few percent, but like, I don't know. I think that's a tough way to go. You know, I think it's <laughs> about if you yeah. can find the edge and then get the handicapper to verify it, you know? Yeah, that's, that's a good, I, I've never even really considered that to be honest, because that's, that's what I'm so scared of. I, I hate variance, right? So when I see opportunities like this, where I get a point, two points, three points in my favor, I'd rather just middle it. Because I'm scared of variance. I don't like being losing. I, I don't like losing and, and saying, hey, it's good for the long run. But I'm putting my back big point pants on lately. And I think uh, I think I'm gonna make some modifications because man, the middling thing is is, is not easy. It's it's a lot of time in front of the screens, just like with you, it's a lot of time, you know, going in the machine, casino, machine, yeah. machine in the casino. Yeah. There's a lot a lot yeah. of man hours that involves. And then that's why when I was doing some women's college basketball. Like, I would find those three points and stuff, and sometimes I try to middle those. But at the end of the day, I learned, like, I think there's more value just having in the, the having that side. Yes. And, you know, just riding with it and going for the middle. It's so hard to hit the middle, even exactly. if you do have a, have a couple points. But, yeah. Yeah. you know, at the end of the day, like, to, you know, you, you can make money doing that. I'm not going to say you can't make money doing that, but if you have a handicapper that can tell you the right side, too, and then get the best of the line like that's that's what you really you need the whole operation to like really crush it 
hundred percent. All, all the real sharps tell me that they're like, Pisky, you're leaving money on the table guaranteed. And I know that I know that, but the middling stuff does work and it helps me sleep at night. So, uh, I, I remember Antonino De Rosa when he was on our podcast here, uh, told me exactly that he's like, Pisk, if it helps you sleep, just, you know, keep doing what you're doing, but know that you are definitely leaving money on the table. And I know that, but whatever it is, what well, it is. It was Go really ahead. nice. It was really nice to see that post that you did with uh, not so much the cash, but you had the cash, and then you could you had in plain sight just a nice thick wad of more tickets that you had to go go get paid out. You know that uh, brings Whiskey some fond memories. That's for sure. To be honest with you, I think it was the largest uh, wager in Montana kiosk history. Man, I'm kind of worried because like it goes back to Montana is like this big state, but it's like people that just live there the whole life. Because I grew up there, I know this, and like I'm just waiting for like something bad to happen here. Like somebody <laughs> like we want to know how much exactly you wagered, and then it's like you know. Yeah, you don't need that. It, it, yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter about that, you know, and or get some kind of like like they figure out who I am and like send a letter saying I can never use the kiosk again or something, but. You know, at the end of the day, like, I could have really helped them because if Montana covers the line, like, I lose and, like, yeah. my money pays all the Montana bets out versus exactly. I just won everybody's bets. Exactly. Yeah. With it, without without knowing the inside of it, you don't really know, like, what their liability was and whatnot, you know. But yeah. I remember when, when we were DMing about it, T-Bone, going back and forth while you were doing it, uh, I, I messaged the Godfather. I told him like what was going on. But you know, if you go back to our lottery days, we were able to cheat because obviously, being a lottery with shit odds, you get a lot of public action. Action. So we were always able to cheat a little bit. But going from a ten and a half to a fourteen, and and oh my god, even money, we would have yeah. got roasted, roasted, roasted on the South Dakota side. So there's no way we could go that far. But who knows? You know, you don't know. Maybe they had strictly Montana action, and that's maybe why they went to plus O two. You don't know. And until you you know you get the story yeah. from someone on the inside, you actually have no idea. But yeah, it would suggest I mean, that, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But man, that was uh that was pretty juicy. And and how did you how did you notice it? I I, I don't know if we covered this or not, but how, how well, did you it, notice it? It kind of goes back to like a year ago with okay. I, I hit I hit the Montana State game, and uh, that was just all kind of by luck, really. Like I just happened to be in Montana, and then I was like, this line looks off. And then like, you know, I'm not going to bet anything. Like with living in Colorado, like I'm going to look at three, four apps and and see what a line is. You know, before I bet anything. And I was like, whoa, there's one and a half here, and it's six and a half. You know, like. I think I'll stick around for a couple of days and like I'm not have to yeah. much money on this, but <laughs> like I didn't go crazy that that time, and it was actually crazy that time. Is uh like the the kiosk it, it locked up the selection after like it, it wasn't that much money, but then in the morning they because I was doing it like three or four days before the game on that okay. game, and then in the morning right. they they unlocked it and I bet some more. <laughs> It, Me like, for you. With the same offer, like a little bit better. Like same thing was last time. Or this time, like two cents better. But you know, like they're you know, I guess I might be releasing something to the public here that hey, if Montana's in a big game, like you can go up there and, and get some crazy odds. But at the end of the day, uh You still gotta it, do it. it. 
Yeah, you got to do it. And then if you want to get paid out, you might have to drive around for two days to 50 casinos and go to this one in the morning because you don't want the same people recognizing you and asking right? questions. And then yes, like, sir. They're like, oh, this guy just made a bunch of money. Like, you can't literally, you know, like, when you're getting $1,000, some of them 500 it's not like every 500 I can collect, I can give $5, you know, some of them, you know, and then some of the people, since I grew up there, like, I know them from high school and shit, so, like, I'm like, Eric, like, let me know, can you cash, like, two, three grand, I'll throw you 20, you know. <laughs> Dude, like, this is exactly this is exactly what I had to go through here in Toronto. The exact same thing, where you know we were only allowed to bet a hundred bucks per kiosk, one hundred, and yeah, some of these tricks where you go in the morning and it's one shift pattern, and then yeah. by the time you go, you circle back in the afternoon, it's a complete different crew that don't recognize you. So you're like, all right, let's do this again, right? So you can kind of go in circles. But man, oh man, uh, yes, there were a, per a few people on Twitter I saw that were screaming, saying, how could you mention this thing? You're ruining the edge. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's not that easy. So you want the edge? Sure, go for it. You know, book your flight to Montana, find a place to play, get rent a car, go casino to casino, casino. You don't have the connections that T-Bone has in Montana where you can get an extra payout here and there with people he went to high school with. So good luck. It's not easy, man. Mm. And so... How many days in total did you spend in Montana doing this? It was it was only like three days, but it basically was an extra day for the cash out. Like I would have okay. left a day earlier if if it would have been a sad ride home with no cash out. <laughs> oh, good good problem to have, babe. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 and it's funny because people were saying like, "I bet you were sweating when it was ten to three at halftime." Actually, I fell asleep at halftime. Man. I woke up in the middle of the third. Like, like South Dakota State was going to, like, score. They had already gotten the ball back. They didn't get the ball at half, and they got, got the ball back. And, uh, yeah, I didn't really nice. sweat it because, like, it's not like it was, uh, you know, a bet that's going to ruin my, you know, you never can put everything on the line. But I definitely yeah. put, you know, more than, you know, a couple percent that, you know, handicap, you know, the top handicappers recommend to put. Right. And, you know, it worked out, you know, but if it didn't work Dude, out, it's, it, it, it's just like I, I got to get up tomorrow and, and, you know, hit the slots hard and grind and, you know, find something else, you know, find the next line that's off, you know. You know? Exactly. And and, and my, my tweet, because I grabbed your tweet or your video that you showed with the tickets and the money. And I, the first thing I said was opportunity presents itself daily. And it doesn't have to be in sports betting. It could be in slots. It could be on the blackjack tables. It could be wherever. Like, if you know, there could be a casino offering crazy odds on something that they shouldn't be. It could be in the stock market. It could be with crypto. You never know. 100%. But opportunity is everywhere. I think that's the moral of this story. And sure, when you see something that's like high expected value, I guess, I don't know. I'm not a math guy. Um, yeah, you can put more towards it because you're like, I'm, I'm the likelihood of me cashing on this is pretty damn high. So I'm going to crush it. But then, then you have these amazing stories of driving around in Montana and uh, taking advantage yeah. of it. It's great. It's great, well, man. That, it, it brought awesome. a tear to my eye. It just, honestly, from well, the, the project that we did, you got to, yeah. That's why the opportunity is there too. Like if, if uh, there was some big casino there, like a DraftKings or something, and they had some high roller that could just like lay 50 grand on it. And then he's going to just try to middle it or something, you know, like the odds wouldn't be there, you know, but hundred percent. 
Did you try I to get a little? I gotta take a leak. I gotta take a leak real quick, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't lying, folks. He wasn't lying. Listen, listen carefully. <laughs> I didn't know the mic was going out here. Sorry, man. <laughs> All right, we're back, folks. <laughs> Timo feels refreshed, and yes, uh, you got you got a new you got a new drink, as did I. So we're yeah. ready to go. We're ready yeah. to finish this off. Thank you for sticking with us. I, I was told by all our loyal followers, they were very stern with me. And they said, Pisky, don't you dare limit T-Bone to one hour. Let him go. Let him talk. We want as much information <laughs> as possible. And you guys are getting it. So yeah. we're an hour and 16 minutes into this thing. But we got one story left. And then we got to let T-Bone go because there's money to be made down on the casino floor of Ameristar in Colorado tonight. So T-Bone, I'm going to tee it up for you, bro brother. This was my favorite moment from Bet Bash last year in August. Uh, you posted it on Twitter, and I remember being a few steps away from you, and I didn't even realize I was all messed up with that legacy club party. It's the end of the end of the convention or whatever, and you're up there on the 60th floor overlooking Las Vegas. It's beautiful. They had the the models walking around, and you know, you, you've been you're actually friends with everyone at this point because you've been hanging out all weekend getting plastered and then t-bone posts this picture now that is iowa pete is it iowa pete yeah and indiana I mean, yeah iowa pete and indiana and tim, tim. Fraley. and tim, no, Fraley. No, tim Fraley. Yes. yeah i think he lives in yeah. indiana indiana yeah. yeah yeah and in the middle, that beautiful individual. No, no, no shame to you. No, no shade to you guys. You guys are all beauties <laughs> as well. Yeah, long, get, but, the, but the beautiful <laughs> blonde in the middle is none other than Lefty Frank Rosenthal's daughter. So Lefty Rosenthal, if any of you remember, he is. Let me change it for a second. Right yeah. here, portrayed by Robert De Niro in the movie Casino. So he was inducted. The man on the gentleman on the right was inducted into the Sports Gambling Hall of Fame at Circa. And his obviously he's not around anymore. And his daughter was there to accept the award on her behalf. So T-Bone, you gotta tell us the story. How did this happen? Why do you have the most beautiful woman at Bet Bash sitting at your table? Like, oh yeah, this one liner, share it with us. I'm sure there's a lot of single dudes. I wish my one liner was like, she said, can she sit here? And I says, do you want me to leave? You know, do you want the whole table? Like, oh, I'll tell these other fat ball guys to leave too. <laughs> but no, she's like, I just want to sit down with you guys and like hear some stories and stuff. And like, I've actually always been fascinated with the movie Casino. So it was like an amazing time for me just to speak with her like, I moved to uh, Vegas in 2008 during the recession and like the child house uh, home she grew up in was like for sale. Like I think it's for sale again now. It was like 600 grand or something back then from the Las Vegas Country Club. And I was like, yeah, you grew up in that house. Like I remember I was like, you know, just dreaming like that would be a cool thing to buy. But I could ever like I had the, the money to put it together and stuff back then. And, uh, <laughs> just looking at the pictures, you know, and talking to, talking to her about it was amazing and just um there was so many other stories though i wanted to talk to her about like you know did like when your dad died did uh 
you know, did you, you got to go out in the desert and big, dig up a bunch of gold or something? You know, was there a storage unit in New Jersey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or something, right. you know, you never know. Like back then, they were skimming so much money and like just yeah. money like wasn't recorded. And just, you know, they were just I, like, I, I've heard about that in Montana. Like, these guys that own the machines because it was all quarters and like they were just like there's guys with like tubs of quarters like burying stuff supposedly who knows you know yeah but yeah. And, and then and then i hit her up too like a thing a lot of people don't know it's like before her, her dad died he had a website it's probably it might even be still up if you like research it but like he gave out free football picks and it was like the year he died was the year i moved to vegas and i was like trying to like you know, whatever, get on the internet and try to find information. And, and like, dude, he was still good. Like, his, like, and I was asking, I was like, was that really your dad and stuff? Like, and she was like, yeah, that was my dad. He had that site. Like, till the day he died, he fucking put up pics and stuff. And Come like, on, really? Yeah. And like, he had Holy like a shit. thing you could pay something to, you know, I never paid, but like, and I only found it for like three or four months or something, you know, but. It was like yeah. he died in like October or something during football season, but it was like it was like two, three months of the football season. I'm like, man, he's crushing it! Like he's hitting these every like you know like big game on Monday night. Like we're going big and like you know I was just kind of learning sports betting and just like I was like this is amazing. Like and then he dies. And I'm like, what do I do next? You know, like, <laughs> I want to keep this going, man. That must Did you have talk been to him? Did you talk to her at all about the movie? Has she met Robert De Niro and some of the cast? Maybe Joe Pesci too uh, as well? No, I didn't really talk about much about that, but we were just talking about parts in the movie and just like that house that she lived in and, and stuff like that. And just kind of like, it's always that thing too. You're getting all kind of on the spot, you know? Like, yeah, like, like what do you on? say? She's sitting there like, what yeah, for say? sure. Like, <laughs> like 15 minutes later, like after she leaves, you're like, oh, I should have said this or this. Yeah, know? yeah. But, I feel that way every I feel that way every time we have a guest on this podcast. It's like, oh shit, I forgot to ask him this. I forgot to ask yeah. him that. Same yeah. thing. Well, yeah, uh, I, I, uh, I want to say one last story. Like you asked me how I got into slots. And yeah. like I it was kind of maybe a uh uh you know Spanky always says like you know it's all about meeting one person and stuff and like and that mine for me never happened at Bet Batch or anything, but you know, it was all about when Colorado legalized sports. Like, as soon as they legalized, I'm, you know, what's the name of this podcast? Always betting, always right? Betting. I've always been betting, man. Like, I've been betting <laughs> for, for six years, and then I had to come up here for work. And then, uh, you know, I'm just always betting. So, once the, once the, the draft kings, the bad duel, and like, I'm not going to say, you know, I'm some sophisticated chart better or anything, you know. I'm, I'm just, you know, trying to, trying to 50% it and, like, uh just you know I, i'm not I'm, I'm not the bookie killer i'll tell you that much but uh, <laughs> you know, i try to try to try to find different things and as soon as it legalized here it was during the pandemic and you know there's nothing going on the, the casinos are closed so whatever sports there were you know there was the the summer league in the in the you know in the two gyms they had or whatever and and uh so i'm just batting with FanDuel and all these sites and just having fun with it. And, uh, you know, next thing I start getting, you know, sign a friend up $5,000. We'll give you, if your friend puts in 5,000, we'll give you 5,000 in free bets and we'll give your friend 5,000. And 
really what I did, I just hit the internet hard, mainly Twitter, and was just like, man, who hasn't signed up for FanDuel and isn't an idiot? I'll get you five grand. But it's, it's crazy <laughs> how hard like that is. It, it sounds like an easy thing, but like I get all these guys jumping in my DMs like, oh, I can do this. And then it's just like, can you do it or not? You're like, I'll get, I'll hook you up with the guy, but if you can't do it, don't, you know, don't waste my time. And there's a lot of guys that waste my time, but there was one guy, we don't need to name names, and, you know, like, oh, he's friends of him, but everybody knows he's my friend. But basically, uh, we met one time in a, in, in, at the D at the long bar and exchanged Twitter information. And uh, like six months before this, and he saw one of my advertisements and he was like, you know what? I'm going to come up, you know, can you get me on five grand at DraftKings? And so you come up, sign up. Yeah, I'm like, look at it. It's right here, all righty. And so he took the chance. He came up and, uh, you know, like I said, he was always like, oh, I want to teach you the slot stuff. And I was like, I, you know, I don't want to get in the middle of your shit. But at, at the end of the day, you know, that's how a lot of this stuff happens. You would help an advantage gambler. He helps you with stuff. And at the end of the day, the craziest promotion I've seen anybody crack was him. And uh, I'm the one that hooked him up with it. He, he wouldn't have known this guy if he didn't come out here and meet me like two days before that. There's a guy at FanDuel and the guy offered a deal like you can sign up up to four people for 50000 and we'll give you 12500 And the person you sign up will get 12500 and 50000 It was basically... You get 25%, they get 25% or whatever they put in with up to a $50,000 max. And uh, my buddy went to work and he signed up four guys, 50000 apiece, and they gave him 50000 in uh, in a FanDuel free play. And, you know, I, I think his FanDuel limits are pretty much shot now, but <laughs> <laughs> he, started, he started with a $50,000, uh, you know, getting going account you know and uh that's you know now so, we're, we're pretty much really good friends and you know we try to share it, it that's half of this game it's just well this casino promotion and a, going after promotions like that's, yeah. that's okay. the easiest way you're gonna be a casino is going after promotions for sure for sure because yeah it, it's it's and and that's across the board it's not even just casinos man it's like you know shoppers optimum or sorry, it's PC Optimum here in Toronto, mm. and uh, Petrol Points, right? Those were all bonuses. So if you went to Petrol Canada and bought your lotto tickets, they would give you, I think it was three bucks on every hundred that you played. Well, all of our runners went to Petrol Canada every single time they had to buy tickets and tried to max them out because you're getting a kickback. You're getting a 3% kickback on every ticket that you're playing. So yeah, it adds up. It adds up fast. So this is the gentleman that taught you the different strategies and slots. Is is that uh, the connection there? Yeah. Basically, I would not even know that guy if we didn't meet at the D basically like three months before uh, the, the pandemic. And then wow. it was like three, three or four months after, you know, basically when the pandemic was in prime, but they still had sports up here and like the casino okay. once the casinos opened back up because that's when yeah. it came out. It was during that football football season. Okay, uh, cool. It, it's and, that, that, the first thing was a five I got him a five thousand dollar bonus. It was in free backs. If he put in five thousand, he got five thousand in free backs, and then I got five thousand. What's that? That's crazy. Like is he is he still hitting the slots today? Yeah, he's he's a professional video poker player, like 
He's uh, he does other things got, too, but in, in we got to get him on here. Yeah, he's a handicapper. Like I, I could definitely talk to you to him about getting him on, but um, yeah, with, without meeting him, like like that's a person that pretty much changed my life. You know, like I was always like man. grinding. You know, and, like you know, I get a bankroll, then get fucking killed. <laughs> like I live in Vegas forever. Maybe doing too much drinking, you know, do yeah. something stupid. You know, that's what I always say. Like, like when I was in Montana, actually, there was a couple of people I saw in casinos. They're like, "What are you here doing?" And I was, I told them, I was like, "Either doing something real smart or something real dumb." <laughs> <laughs> and it turned out to be real smart. <laughs> That's right. amazing, man. That's amazing. And yes, I, I, I can vote for you. I, I think that's why I love Bet Bash so much is that, you know, I, I went to Bet Bash this past season to retire from sports betting and I ended up meeting the right people. And now I'm arguably just as deep as I always was. That's not true. That's not true. It's not as bad. It's not as heavy as it was, but you make these incredible connections with these incredibly smart people and you find ways to help each other. Yeah. And uh, yeah. you know what? I, I, I can't, I can't say enough about the people that I met and, and just hanging out with all guys that, you know, kind of think the same way. And uh, it's cool. And I would have never met you uh, T-Bone if I, if I didn't go to uh to bet bash and i'll never forget uh, you coming up and tapping me on the shoulder in the sports book at circa and say hey you're the you're the guy with the jeep you're the guy you know doing those <laughs> ticket things and i just laughed and you know we became buddies ever since we i got to sit with t-bone he was at my table for the sports gambling hall of fame watching guys like billy walter get nominated into the sports gambling hall of fame you had me and t-bone sitting there eating steak and crushing high noons together so yeah it's it's a great time man and you know, you you come on here now to the podcast. You're giving out tips of, of of what to do, what not to do in terms of you know making dollars on the slot machines and in the sports betting industry. But to wrap it all up, T Bone, I got one final question, and this comes from my mom and my mom's best friend, Christine. <laughs> they want to know. They want to know. They oh, first of all, I know you're like the Godfather and I, and to really express yourself, you like to swear sometimes, and you kept it to a minimum. So they are going to be very thankful of that. So kudos to you. But their question is because they like going to the casino in Montreal and fooling around in the slot machines. They want to know one slot machine T Bone recommended if they had to play any slot machine, a, a title of a slot machine in a casino that probably has the best chance to make a little scratch on. What would T-Bone recommend? One slot machine. The most the, the most popular game right now that's uh, vultured in casinos is called Buffalo Ascension. And basically, when you look at the keypad, uh, it has three. It has five different denominations, $1, $2, $3, $4, and $5. And basically, it says Waze on it. So this will also help people. Like, if you see any game that says Waze, what Waze mean is ways to win. So the higher the ways to win, the, the better you have. So there's games basically the the reels go up and and eventually the reels hit a prize and then they go back down. So like basically you got to look at these games and if they have like three thousand, four thousand ways, like you probably want to jump in. But like if it's like one thousand, two thousand, you don't want to jump in unless like uh, there's there's a few different situations like they have different the prizes are really good at the top. Like there's two of those gold super stampedes like. That's one of the time. Maybe if there's like two thousand ways, you you want to try to go Buffalo ahead. Buffalo Ascension. 
Just yeah, just, and I like just, if you really just jot that know, down for the no no, the no no, the wood bridge. I'll, I'll pull, I'll pull the Wizard of Odds, man. If you really want to uh, learn some other games, because that's the thing is how how this works. If you learn one game, somebody tries to teach you five games, and what happens is you learn one game, you know, and and then you forget the four. But you can go on Wizard of Odds, and all his his uh, you know numbers are correct. He's a mathematician, like. Nobody can argue that his numbers are wrong. And he's got a slot section on there. And there's there's like I would I would recommend the rich little piggies like you played. And then uh and there's really you don't even have to read it, just scroll down to where it says play point. Because this is what's funny, okay. is like a lot of a lot of people ask me this shit and I'll send it to them and I know that they, they don't even fucking read it. <laughs> there's like there's like this much to read. And like they get lost in that, but they just need to go like down to here where it says play point. <laughs> yeah, this is there just you go. explaining the game, you know. And like, like you know, everybody has a you know sixty second, ex- you know. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's TikTok that's doing that to us, by the way. In case you want a reason why people our attention span is that small, yeah. and <laughs> you know what, I'm, I'm gonna make everyone feel better when the full dog discovered T Bone. He sent me, I think, this Wizard of Odds website, and I am a victim of that, where it gives you a write-up of how to beat these games, and I read through, like, half of it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's, uh, yeah. that's not for me. <laughs> so I know exactly what you're talking about, T-Bone, and I'm a dummy that uh, did the exact same thing. So <laughs> How about that uh, Oopa Loopa game? Oopa Loopa. <laughs> I'm yeah, the Will- Willy Wonka, that one's... A, a friend Wonka. of the show claims that a, that's the winner. There is a Willy Wonka game that has like a must-hit prize in it, but there's like three or four other Willy Wonka games that there, there's no advantage in. Okay. So it's all, there's only there's only so many games, and that's like the other thing why I don't mind talking about it is like all these. They, what what needs to happen is them come out with a new game that no, nobody knows, and like the smart people figure it out first. Like, oh shit, there's a huge advantage here when the ways are high or when these free games get high or whatever gets banked up. But right now, like most people know these games and like, unless you're lucky to like be standing around when someone gets off, like it's hard to find or like basically, or the other thing where I, I make it is, is uh, I'll play the big stuff that people are scared to play or like it's close. And I'm just like, ah, oh, screw it. I need some player points. Cause I picked up my free play. And you know, because you never want to go pick up your free play and like not put any points on, because then yeah. they feel like they're getting scammed, you know. So yeah, I'm like, sure. I'll give this a shot, you know. And like other people, like they don't want the risk, you know. A lot of these guys, they just want want to steal. They want the free money and they want to win every night. But at the end of the day, you're not gonna win every night, you know. It's about winning every week, every month. Like there's a gotcha. lot of cocktail waitresses down here. They all like they're always like interested because they see me in the exam page. They're like. Like, what is this guy doing? And they're like, are you winning today? And I'm like, I, I don't really know. Like, I don't even care what happens today. I care what happened this week, but this month. Like, you know, Long game. I tell that like, to everyone. This this is a, yeah. this is an endurance. This is a marathon. This is not a sprint. This is a marathon, whether it be in sports betting or just taking advantage of any kind of opportunity it's a long game you got to brace yourself there's no there's no i don't think there's such thing as quick money there is quick money but you're going to lose it just as fast usually and i don't think anybody makes a hundred percent of uh the right decisions you know like even like i can tell you that too like when i get cracked you know i'm like 
you know, I, you know, I can usually look back at it and be like, what happened? Cause that's what I do. I'm like, you got cracked. Like you need to make sure that doesn't happen again. So you need to look back and see what happened. What did you do? Oh, you were fucking six happy dads deep and you fucking played a fucking stupid machine. That was like, you, you were hoping to hit it early and you didn't hit shit. You didn't hit it. And you know, now you're going home a big loser and like, yeah, I can't do that anymore. Like I can do yep. it every now and then, but. You know, discipline like, discipline that that yeah. is such that is such a key because everyone gets that taste and they're like you know what i'm gonna sit down on a two percent machine or something like that and then then they get fucked up because they're like oh i just lost a bunch of money now i gotta get it back you know what i mean and they're just chasing this discipline is everything in this game and uh that's what that's what's crazy about the slot people is the slot people actually make the casino money because the slot machine is always gonna gonna return ten percent or whatever the the program the chip is is programmed to do. But the difference mm -hmm. between me and the and the recreational slot player is is when I hit a jackpot, I'm going home and paying my rent with it. Versus uh, you know the recreational guy, he's just gonna go on another slot and, and, and ended up jumping and blow in it. there. <laughs> and blow so it. like, but but at the same point, they they need the the money getting generated through the machine brings them a higher routine a higher return Returns. so at the end of the day it's just like uh, are these guys good or bad you know like i think for a large casino we're probably we're probably good you know there's some people i would say that are bad like we get to that there's people that they don't even have money you know they're just looking for a machine and then call this guy and tell him to come over and like you know like i don't do any of that shit i don't work in teams or nothing and like i did i'm out here doing my own thing so i i just my thing, I just don't want to get kicked out. Like, I don't ask for too much. Every now and then I ask for a suite or something. And usually it's very, for me. Very for delicate, yeah. yeah. I want, I want like, one one Broncos game a year in the suite. You know, I want the Nuggets game or two, the Avalanche game or two. Love it. You know? but, good you know, good man. Like, Some good sports out your way, that's for sure. Yeah, that's one beautiful thing about Denver right now. People don't really realize that it's, like, we got the four sports teams, and like it's probably the best place to uh, bet sports. Like it definitely was a year or two ago. Like I don't know if it's if it's still up there, but with the promotions that were going on, like it was ridiculous. Like I once had uh, the people of uh, Mattress Mac. You know, like you know Mattress Mac. Of yeah. course, <laughs> yeah. They got a hold of me, and like, I'll tell this story before we go. I, I got it wrote down here, like they. Cause I was on the internet, like, yeah, like I can get, you know, 20, 20%, 25, like every place was different, but like I had hosts, you know, were like 70 people, you know? And so like, I just got on the internet and just, you know, I'm in the sports betting community. Like, Hey, I get 20%, 25%. Well, one of the guys that negotiates deals for Mac, uh, DM me and was like, Hey, I, I want the, uh, I want to talk to BetMGM about placing a big bet there. Like it was like half a million dollars or a million dollars or something. And basically, you know, I, I got to figure out how I'm going to make money off this, you know? And so I told <laughs> them like, yeah, uh, Mattress Mac wants to talk to you guys. And uh, basically I just gave over a phone number and I got a $500 free bet over it. And uh, they didn't even do anything though. Like MGM wasn't interested in him placing a big wager with them. But the funny thing is the guy that, uh, that, uh, brought me out here for sport or that that I ended up uh, learning slots from 
he did a deal with Barstool here in Ameristar where Mattress Mag placed a million on the Patriots. That was when uh, when uh, Brady when Brady left and they looked good there for a while, and then uh, Brady ended up winning that year in Tampa. But yeah, he he helped put together a million dollars for Mattress Mac, and guess how much the casino gave him? I have no idea. A five hundred dollar free bet. <laughs> no, five hundred uh, bucks on yeah, a million dollar wager. Yeah, but we don't know what Mattress Mac got because, like, you know, he might have placed an eight hundred thousand dollar wager, you know, and it was really, a, you know, they gave him a million. Like that's all that stuff goes. Like, yeah, there there's serious negotiations and like, like a couple of years ago, like they, they were they were bigger, but they're not as big anymore. Like these guys, they don't want to. They're like, yeah, you want to bet a million, I, bring a million in. You know, we don't care. You're going to talk about it on Twitter. <laughs> I I feel like out of the gate, everyone was jostling for that market to market share or whatever. So you know, they're they're willing to give more away, and now you know some of those smaller guys are falling down and some of them are just going away completely and uh some of them are limiting up betters after six bets you know anything about that godfather <laughs> a little bit more than i wish to care for that's for sure um, um yeah it's cr crazy how so many companies come and go too it's garbage t-bone i gotta ask you something when i was doing my homework taco review what's up can you do can you give us a taco spot and then I need a pizza spot and Jezo Cristo. I think Colorado had the worst espresso on the road trip. Uh, can you give me a place where I can get a decent espresso in your parts? Man, you put me on the spot like I'm a foodie, man. <laughs> okay, talk about the taco. Do the taco. Never mind about my stuff. Where's the best taco in Colorado? Let's make well, it easy. To be honest, man, I never really went deep in the uh, taco review scene here in Denver. Like, my taco review was all in Mexico, man. And, like, that's part of the reason why I did it. Because you could be in the corner, like, just, like, throwing an F-bomb every four words talking about tacos. And, like, nobody even t uh, knows what you're saying. And, like, actually, they're like, hey, YouTuber over there. Like, they think you're famous because it's, like yelling into your phone you know and, and, and eating a taco and then i come influencer the, yeah and then but then i come back to the states and like i can't i can't do this in a restaurant there's kids in here and stuff you know yeah <laughs> and so okay. like i, I kind of got away from it and then the other thing i was like working a lot but there's definitely a mexico trip coming like in the next sometime in the next couple of months because i'm gonna go back in the summer i went I, like I wanted to go earlier this year, but then I had to stick around for the Nuggets championship. And then when I finally went, it was way too hot down there. But mm -hmm. I love like just going to these little spots and like it's just funny. It's just it, 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 you just gotta like throw stuff. It, it's all about just putting stuff up, you know. And people like it, and then like it's like that was well, we'll we'll, done. And people we'll like, stay glued oh, to so the uh, we'll we'll stay glued to your Twitter account, and uh, I look forward to the Mexico stuff. Yeah, well, for sure. Like, that's what people look forward to the most, I think. It's like, because I don't believe that you can do that. Like, just drive down there and, like, it is crazy, man. Like, I've got <laughs> some crazy situations. Like, nothing nothing that I was threatened, but just, like, I got some weed and the cops are going through my car. And, like, 
then I just end up having to give them some money and stuff. And one, minute, one minute they're telling me I'm going to jail and my car's getting impounded. And the oh next minute they're like, you're a good guy. Like, <laughs> Dude, we're going to have to have you back on and tell some of those stories. I like yes. that. That's yeah. – uh, that, that's yeah, I try go. to live life to the fullest, man. Like, good. always betting, always gambling, and always, you know, trying not to run out of money. <laughs> but having a good time, it was great a few years ago. It's gotten, like, I don't want to say bad in Mexico because people think dangerous, but the uh, a lot of people went down there for uh, when COVID hit. So, like, it, it's harder to get Airbnbs and stuff like that. It's more expensive. And then the dollar to peso has gone down. So, like, it's it's not as cool as it used to be. It used to be like a serious party, man. Like just like oh, like blow a hundred, two hundred bucks, you're a king, man. Yeah, well, that's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's that's Costa Rica. Yeah, that's that's why we're so attracted to that area of the world. Um, well, you gotta go where your money goes the furthest, you know. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. That's why I've always scratched my head and wondered why that you Americans don't come up here to uh, Canada because. You know, our yeah. our dollar is shit compared to yours. That's that's for Can, certain. Canada, so. Canada has strict uh strict uh border line border border oh, uh, guidelines. <laughs> you like, actually commented that. I remember you saying like, "Fuck, I don't think I could do it." Yeah. <laughs> if, if you're an idiot like I was in the early 2000s and got busted with some weed, like they're not letting you cross, man. Which is crazy because <laughs> weed's legal now, you know. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> well, Fine. um. In in conclusion, yeah, we're T-Bone. going forever here, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is but crazy, but you know hoping. what? Like you said, an people hour, are... and I was hoping, like I was like, I'm gonna push this, man. Like I'm gonna ramble. People on. are gonna I'm love it. Ramble on too much because I'm getting drunk here. No, 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 no. Like, you, you, did, you did great, my man. Story, Everybody, this is this is T Bone's first ever podcast episode. Yeah, we got dude. we got him first. We got him first. Yeah. We're the kings. So we really appreciate it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But no, Tebow, man, I, I thank you so much for doing this. Uh, just Absolutely. quickly here, because I have a whole sh- whole bunch of shit that I had uploaded prior to hitting uh, the, the, the live button. But I think the reason why the Godfather asked about the espressos and the food is because we, when we were in Colorado Springs, you must be familiar with Colorado Springs. A beautiful area, yeah. Yeah, uh, this is this is the 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 Godfather. He found this place. He he likes to call home. I don't know because maybe the flag or whatever. And then when we were sitting down inside doing an espresso review and having a beautiful picture, lunch, I don't know. We we know. noticed we noticed that uh, he had spent some time there at some point. I don't know his ancestors. My that's first him. job. I'm it was my I'm first job. He's got the mortadelle there. Um, so it, it's it's funny that uh, he asked about uh, the food situation in uh, Colorado. <laughs> but um, man, again, thank you so much for doing this. I know that our followers are gonna love it because they've been so fired up since I announced it. Um, so I know, I know, we just scratched the surface here. So if you would agree to come on again and give us a round two of T Bone, I know there's a lot more that we can talk about. <laughs> Uh, it would be great, but man, thanks for doing this. We really Thank appreciate you. it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I appreciate you guys having me on. I even appreciate uh, that there might be a round two, man. Like, <laughs> absolutely. Dan, if I ramble on too much and went from story to story, but wow, anytime, man, you guys are great. Love you awesome. guys. You know, it's all about, you know, having connections everywhere and knowing people, you know, 
Like the more people you know, man. the more you know you can share information and help each other out. One thousand percent, my man. Communication is everything in this world. Are you going to be at Bet Bash Four? Uh yeah, I should be there, but uh, you never know. You know, it's hard to make plans this late. But yeah, I plan to be because it, it's just crazy. Like, there's so many friends. Like, I only see there, and it's fun just to kick back and throw a few beers back and just, you know, yeah, you remember that one? Like that was. Yeah. A good <laughs> you there, you know. And, you know it's yeah, just for fun, sure. You know, it's crazy Absolutely. too. It's like. Everything's free, you know. Like you, like people say, the price is expensive and stuff. But at the end of the day, when you get all the free drinks and the free food, like you really don't pay for anything, like unless you really go out to eat that that week. But exactly, it, exactly, it, it's and, crazy, man. It's you know, I'm old and like it's a lot of partying, and like I'm glad I seen Spanky said the other day that uh that uh no more 9 a.m. uh, uh start times for the, the yeah. stuff. Like, <laughs> Like I was like like kind of cussing him out for that. Like, dude, I'm like, get real, bro. Like, 9 a.m. I'm staying at the wind, bro. Like, what do you think I'm gonna get up at seven in the morning, go eat breakfast, and then like, yeah. there's not, there's no, there's nothing to bet for sports and shit. Like, 9 a.m. I gotta get up at seven to get breakfast, and I'm still gonna be late at nine. You know, like, <laughs> come on, dude. Can we do at least ten, bro? Hundred <laughs> uh, percent, and I, I miss events every year. I always tell people to pace your drinking when you're at Bet Bash, and I always don't listen to my own advice. Right? And uh, you yeah, know, just have up. fun, man. Just have <laughs> fun, and then don't be scared to approach people, meet people, man. Like most people that's, are very friendly. Like that's probably one of the things I did the worst. Like in sports betting, I was like scared to like go try to meet people. I didn't want to like mess in their system or like who's this guy you know but just you know introduce yourself and say what's up and you know what the worst could anybody say is like buzz off or next thing you know they're telling you something you never knew about yeah and they won't they won't say buzz buzz off and this magical creation was because of you t-bone tapping me on the shoulder and told me you like my jeep in, in colorado so the, the betmobile yes. the betmobile and, it's too bad we didn't connect man if you oh, i'm gonna throw this out too if you guys ever come out like i, I got you guys rooms and stuff like maybe not as nice as this one but yeah, I, don't know, <laughs> I don't know how many of you guys there are but like black talk still, was fantastic when still we, like a deep sure. room like we love uh, we love Blackhawk by, by the window. <laughs> we love Blackhawk. Um, here's one more that I had uh, in in the archives. Here, this is this is someone at the Monarch Casino just chilling. I don't know if you guys recognize him or not. Right in the middle of the Rocky Mountains, uh, it was it was beautiful, man. So was, yeah, the Monarch's a beautiful casino as well. Thanks again, and. Uh, yeah, you know what? Just turn it, turn your you got you got us on your phone right now, right? Yeah. Here's how we're gonna sign off. Just show us the show us the the comp that you got. Show us that suite. Yeah, suite. show us the suite. Why not? I, I'm sure that'll be a, a fun way to end this for the sixth time. Oh my god! Look at that. <laughs> But yeah, That's... like, are you really gonna get in there with a woman? You know, like, how many people have been in there with some hookers? But no, nah, there's not a lot, a lot of hookers in, in Blackhawk and stuff. So. <laughs> it's not like a, a dirty Vegas hotel, but you got a TV here for the bed. Oh yeah, yeah so like a big bathroom here. And that's got another that. bathroom in the uh, nice spot, way. man. 
Yeah. But yeah, like yeah. my dog, like if I was like yelling at my phone, this off to my house, like my in another bathroom over there. But my dog would just be like barking, like, I thought I was your best friend. Who are you talking yeah. to? You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, That's awesome. Said, like, and and, awesome. and just to Give just to confirm, sweet. they they flip you that because you're a VIP player yeah, at a I don't really ask for a lot, so like this is pretty easy, you know. Amazing. But I'll do this too, like like they show the UFC fights out here. My dad, I still want to come out lots of fights and stuff. Be like, yeah, dad, come out. I'll get you in these rooms. And like, like this is crazy. Like, and then he looks at the jacuzzi. Like, I wish I was married and confessed some cheating. Like, yeah, you're, you're not the only one, you know. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Awesome. But yeah, maybe went overboard there. <laughs> ah, okay, always yeah. betting podcasts. Oh, no such feet, thing. And, uh, yeah, we pushed it over an hour. And hopefully everybody likes it, you know, and we'll do it again, man, if everybody yeah, likes it. Absolutely. So, for sure. Whatever, thanks man. We're, we're thanks again, it. T-Bone. And thank Love you, you everyone, for, for sticking with us. And, uh, yeah, we'll catch you all Good next luck, week. Man. Good luck this weekend. Big football games. For Peace sure. Out, guys. Ciao. Ciao. Ciao.